There is a perfect example of motherhood out there. We've all felt its presence. It lingers in our social media feed, in the products we buy, the answers to the questions we research. Even though we know it's not real, we feel it spotlight what we could be doing better. Join two best friends as they step off the stage of motherhood and go behind the scenes with moms from different walks of life. The Mom Cult Podcast. Real moms, real talk, real tired. Well, Jenny, welcome back. Thanks. I, I missed you guys so much last time. I don't, I don't really know if we can put it towards just how much we missed you and <laughs> how <laughs> much the listeners too. probably missed you the most. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I thought it was really funny, though. I thought it was really funny, too. I listened to it. I loved um, it. I thought we did all right, but then, wow, Tyler, uh-huh. whose name I just... <laughs> I guess we're going to talk about episode seven. I listen to episode all day seven. today. Talk to. Anyway, she mentioned you, you know, and how awesome, or you know, yeah, she gave you a shout well, out. She and I was like, mm-hmm. she didn't even Whatever. come yeah. last time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, glad to have you back. I'm happy to be back. Well, let's dive in. Jenny, how's your week? Oh, Wow. <laughs> It's been a week. Mm-hmm. I, I, I haven't talked to you really yeah. since Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> she came over to my um, house, but it was like to give wow. Ava her Christmas present. Yeah, it's just been a week. I don't know how much to divulge <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, Miss, like, private has no social media, but get me on a podcast and I'll tell you, you won't everything shut up. that's going on with my life. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> well, you can keep it more like emotional instead uh, let's of say details. You can use fake names like fake Ooh, yeah. Shelly, then you say Smelly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, Smelly. <laughs> I would say this Shmelly. past week in particular, not even just this week, like the last four days, I have almost lived like some of the highest highs and lowest lows. Like, I feel like there are all these like intense life changing moments that are happening every single day. I'm like, God. So I did this little body scan, and it said um, quite possibly, I think it had to do with, like, my voice quality, um, says that you might have experienced whiplash recently. Oh. <laughs> oh. Like, yep. Wow. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> oh that's it. Yep. That's a good diagnosis. <laughs> She's suffering from whiplash, so it's been intense. So we'll we'll see if we get into more details later. All right, all right, all right. TBD. Yeah, Sarah, how about you? It's just it's been really good and also exhausting. And I feel you know what I'm just gonna say some of these things. Like here's one. I was taking off my shirt and he said, "I already like it. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> taking off my shirt to put on like a sports bra, you know, in the morning. Hot. And he said, "Mipple." <laughs> And I said, yeah, those are my nipples. And, and um, you know, that's what babies eat from. And I overexplained it and explained him, what, you know, nipples. He obviously knew what nipples were because he said nipple. And, and then I said, and then he goes, touch it <laughs> with his finger out. Already teaching consent. Nice. <laughs> and, and I said, well, that's not, you know, it's my private part and, and on ladies and, you know, on boys, but no one should be touching your nipples. And, and then over explained that also. <laughs> he literally, he's two, which we know. We need like a sound that we play with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even make sense with it. Auga. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he said, touch it. And I, wait. Oh, yeah. And after I explained to him, you know, private parts again for the thousandth <laughs> time, he said, he went, 
and hung his head. <laughs> After and the I'm diatribe like, that you just gave him. It's like, okay. listen, lady, I understood like four <laughs> words of the paragraph that you just said to me. I think he gets it. Ready for a um, nap. Yeah. So, so there's funny things like that. And then, you know, uh, it's just con- everything all the time. I mean, I have, I can't. God, I can't. There's so many things. Joy Val. <laughs> Terrible. How things Fine. been going on since Christmas? Yeah, it's kind. Of, we, you know, because this is the closest we've recorded back to back episode and after the episode. Mm-hmm. So our last check in wasn't that long ago. But fine. I think on Tyler's episode, I talked about my check in was just like needing to figure out how to get more organized, and so I went and bought myself a planner, mm-hmm. and then I wrote down all the stuff in it that I had coming up, and then I woke up the next day. And forgot I had something because I realized, oh, I have to look in the planner every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't just write it down. No. I got to wake up and open right. it and see what did I write down for yeah. today. That's because I've already yeah. missed like two things. Because <laughs> yeah. I felt so such a release right, just right. writing them down. Totally. Like, and then I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'm going to do this. Gonna do this that. is going to be so much fun. It's like Ava and Avery's like fifth grade journals. <laughs> And then I'm going to go to the grocery store. Oh, then I'm going to go to a gosh. concert with friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, I will say. Yes. I also started the second Artist Way book, the Walking in This World Fun. book. Cool. And that's been sitting on a shelf in my house for a very, very long time. And I was like, you know what? I'm Just to help me, like, just create some structures. Like, okay, if I get up in the morning and start doing morning pages again, just have something kind of consistent to help maybe structure other things throughout the day. So I'm like four days into that. But I've done it every morning. How is it different than the artist way? Morning pages and the artist dates are the same. The main thing she adds that's like what you should do on a weekly basis is like a a minimum of a 20-minute walk. walk. I remember that. So even just reading the intro, I was like, God, all these things, all the things that she's saying are resonating with me. Awesome. So In a completely different way than they would have. Mm -hmm. That was... I think because we were going to start doing it after we finished it the, the first artist way. Mm-hmm. And that's when Brandon was in eighth grade. So that's like nine years ago, 10 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Well, in this one, I finally was like, okay, the artist way helped me get to finding out like what I'm passionate about and what I want to do and start getting the ball rolling. And this is, I think, is just going to help me maintain, you know, because it's a long, it's a long road ahead. Now I want to do, I want to complete do over. Of what? Your check-in? <laughs> My check-in. <laughs> You do it, yeah. I'm really excited to hear your yes, check-in. Okay. That is the correct one. So, Jenny, how uh, how are you doing? How's your week? It was. It's been an interesting week. Really, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. <laughs> I can't wait but to hear more. Your, your check-in about walking on water? No, that's not what it's called. <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell you what it is because you weren't listening. I was. I just can't remember. Walk, the walking, it's in called the walk, walking in this world. Oh, this world. I was this ha- world. I was getting so excited about doing it because I was like, I'm going to walk on water. Can't wait to walk on water. <laughs> wow. So last year, I found a book called Sacred Success. And it's all about specifically women, like, reevaluating their relationship to money. Ooh. And so I had read that in January of last year. And it really changed the trajectory of my 2021 it's kind of like it got me going, and I just went, kept going that direction, kept learning, and I had so much application to do that all of a sudden I was like, wow, I kind of, like you said, with the artist's way, like I now I need to go back because I've 
started some things and I've gotten further mm-hmm. down that path. And like now I want to read it where I am because right. I read it the first time and I'm doing that again. So that's one wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. That sounds super interesting. And then I, I have to tell you about what I think will be the most special thing that ever happens to me on Valentine's Day. Oh. That's ever happened to me on that's Valentine's exciting. Day. So I was working at Honest Roasters in Franklin, and I saw an old friend walk by, like, out in the factory. And it was my very, very first friend that I made when I first moved to Nashville 30 years ago. Who? Sarah Catherine Brooks. Oh. Did she go to Wheeler? Yeah, she went to BA. So um, I ran out to see her, and she was with her littlest, who is, he's seven years old now. His name is Ben. And we were visiting and catching up or whatever. And I looked out, and Ben was, like, so sweet. Like, he just waited the whole time while we Patiently. talked. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank you so much for letting me talk to your mom. Like, she's such a good friend of mine. And I said, you know, I met you when you were two years old, but I haven't seen you since then. And he's like, wow, that, you know, I was just a baby. He was two. And I really want a button. Ben. So I, I said, Ben, I'm about to tell you the craziest thing that anyone is ever going to tell you. And he was like, what? And I said, when I met you, I was actually reading a book that was helping me learn how to do like brain exercises. And that book taught me how to memorize a deck of cards. So you could give me a deck of cards and give me so many minutes with it. And then I could pass it back to you. And I could tell you the cards in order that they were. But humble the, brag. <laughs> but <laughs> the way <laughs> stay, stay tuned for the story. <laughs> I know you're blown away. By, by, I, obviously, we know something happened to that brain this year. It's not there anymore. But um, someone just recently told me you were smarter when I met you. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, in the day. I hear that from people in element that went to elementary school with me. <laughs> You were like top of the class back yeah. then. What happened? <laughs> but the trick to memorizing the cards is that every single card you have to attach a character, like a person or a character to. So it's like, I think, like the Jack of Hearts is my son, mm-hmm. Brandon. So I was like, Ben, I just happened to meet you the week I was doing that. And when I got to the two of hearts, I was like, who do I know that's two years old? And the only two-year-old I knew was you. So you're the two of hearts wow. in my deck. And I mean, he was just like, he just <laughs> lit up. And I was like, do you think that's the craziest thing you're ever going to hear? And he's like, probably so. <laughs> so I go back to work. I have a bunch of stuff to do. And I get home. And on my front porch is this little package that has a note that says from your two of hearts and Aww. inside were two heart cookies that's a very cute valentine's day story yes the heart so, there you go that was sweet that was my heart is warm right both uh, of your how, hearts both <laughs> how did she get cookies to you that quickly was it the same day it was exactly the same day like, do they live in franklin too my guess well it was in franklin it was near my house the coffee okay. shop was by my house here's my guess They'd made cookies for something else. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's right near okay. While we're out and about. Yeah. I see. I nice. see. I know it was impressive, though. Those are the yeah. things that, yeah, those are the moms that I go, oh, I oh, don't yeah. do that. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I don't think care. Care. Speaking <laughs> of, here's a, a thought that makes sense with that one, which is new for me. With the kids at my, like, the daycare, whatever you call it, that Parker goes to, mm-hmm. I ordered 
I thought I did great ordering his Valentine's, which I normally would have made him. I just didn't have time. And I made him and did like a really cute bag. And then whenever I dumped out his bag of Valentine's and every single one was like handmade and <laughs> stuff was baked. Oh, yeah. And like, right. you know, clever tags and stuff. And my sister-in-law gave me an idea for one. She actually literally made enough because I think, I don't know if she thought that I wasn't going to do it. She was like, oh, I should have some extra. And I, I was like, know. I got 20 extras yeah, yeah. and I got it. I've had these for a week. But I was like, well, I should have taken this. It's like a clever. <laughs> what was your favorite one? Well, it, it didn't have a saying. It was just a little heart. And actually, it didn't have any candy or anything. I like that better. I like the clean thing, but it was just a little heart with like a little fuzzy ball and eyeballs on it from a kid named Oliver. So cute. I like his the best. Nice. So cute. Yeah. What's really great about uh, public school is that you're not allowed to bring anything homemade. <laughs> exactly. And I really like that the rule. standards are low. <laughs> They're very low. <laughs> Sorry. It's the school. I'm, we're not allowed. I would totally make all the things. Yeah. By hand. Yeah. Yeah. But that's My hands are tied. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Rules are rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's dive in, Jenny. Okay. I mean, what do you think about Tyler? I just love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love her. I can't believe she's a dancer mm-hmm. and a choreographer and. What was the other thing? Like she was made, he just made a short film. Mm-hmm. I was just like, like my jaw was just like dropped at like just the first thirty seconds. Yeah, her, of her little bio. Her. Yeah, she's of course amazing. But the first thing that I wrote down was how much I love the sound of other people's children melting down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the best. It really it is. It is the best. And I, <laughs> I loved that. It was so funny. So many things in this particular one. I would think I'd write it down and you would say <laughs> the same thing that I was just thought. It's the sweetness of like, it's not my child. Like, that's really the best part. Yeah. It's not my child or it's my It's hilarious when right it's now. happening to other people. <laughs> and it is not funny at all when it's yeah. happening to me. Well, I heard a, um, there's a single mom that just moved in across the street from us, and I heard her yelling at her kid today. <laughs> and I always get really nervous because I'm like, I just grab him up, and I'm like, oh, people think whatever. But I was glad to hear her yelling at her exactly. kid. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, yes, watching other kids melt down and just seeing, oh, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was my first thought. Uh I'm in. Okay, so Sarah was talking about when is it time to introduce consequences to Mm -hmm. Parker. I I so you need to have my kids on the podcast. Yeah, that's true. This is like the thing they talk about all the time. My kids knew the word consequences is like one of the first words that they learned. I mean, I use the word consequences because of you, and that's like the word you use all the time. Like this, and it was like so important to me that they knew that their actions had consequences, and it wasn't. Kind of like you were saying, most of those consequences were organic, real-life consequences. Right. But both of my kids say it's the number one thing that they understand that their peers do not. <gasps> okay. Cool. It's they all saw. about that jar, the consequence yeah. jar. The, What's that? It was a bag. It was a bag? <laughs> that sounds crappier. It was great. Like a Kroger, just a Kroger bag. No, 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 no. <laughs> like a, a really cute a, bag. It was a brown little lunch bag, <laughs> and it had a little tag on the front. What'd you put in it? The kids got to pick four consequences. When they got in trouble, they had to go, but they got to pick their consequences. Oh. But didn't they have to blindly draw? Right? It's, you gotta I, wait no, for just, the big reveal. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but one of those was Grace. Okay. So they didn't have, like, they could. Ooh, that's like the Joker mm-hmm. or whatever. Right, exactly. Yeah. So cool. they would, when they got, and they had made them up. So it was like, sorry. I mean, you're the one who said that's what it was going to be. So I'd be like, okay, you've got to go draw from the bag. And so they draw, and it could be 
it could be the worst consequence, which would be like no TV for the day. And for something probably super minor. Right, right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or it could be, I think they even maybe did some funny ones. Like you have to go give a piece of your candy to your sibling or, you know, something like that. But anyway, how old were they when you? Well, they were old enough to come up with it, right? So elementary school. They came up with the bag. No, they came up with the oh the consequences themselves. Yeah, sorry. Um, But (laughs) anyway, that is fascinating to me that both of my kids talk about how they feel like that's the difference between them and their peers that they understand their actions have consequences. Totally, And, and not only negative. Like we made a really big deal out of like. This has positive consequences. These are the good things that happen mm-hmm. because you did this. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. One of my favorite conversations. Mm-hmm. One of my least favorite conversations is mom guilt, mm-hmm. which is another name for your podcast. Yep. <laughs> Just yeah. that people would really catch on to that one. Yeah. I think mom guilt is so interesting because there's a certain amount of guilt that's really important to be like, I need to do right by my kid, right? Like there's a lot of kind of behavior that gets the kids aren't done right by because moms are like, oh, well, what are you going to do? You feel guilty about everything. And like just having that like guilt exists for a purpose. And there's a certain amount of things that you're like, okay, I need to do better at this. Like say mm-hmm. you are yelling at your kid all the time or I don't know. Let's just stick with that one. But I can imagine a lot of <laughs> others. dicey if we keep going. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but the point is there's a lot of kids not doing well in the world because they're not getting cared for well. And so right. if you are neglecting your kid because you're drinking too much, you should feel guilty about that. Right. what right, I'm trying right. to say. Yeah. But what I think the mom guilt that we're dealing with is such a vague, smoky, Mm -hmm. like all-consuming. It has that like, oh, our culture basically says, as long as you don't mess up your kid, they'll be okay. And there's no mom in the history of the world that could be good enough or amazing enough. And so we have this truly like holy standard that is exacerbated by all the things you are supposed to do that aren't even real. Mm -hmm. And so for that reason, it's mom guilt more from a place of like, I'm never going to be good enough. Like, I'm never going to do this right. Like, it it comes down to things like the Valentines or totally, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I think it's really, in fact, huh, my thought about that is that sometimes that guilt can keep you from seeing the things you actually do need to work on. Right. That are legitimate parenting issues. Totally. So that guilt, that kind of collective mom guilt, I completely agree with Joy when she said you just have to be friends with it. Be friends with it. Keep your enemies closer. Right. (laughs) I didn't hear you say that. That's good. You what? Yeah. There's another (laughs) thing I didn't hear you say that I wrote down, too, that I heard today. (laughs) So I like to think of it, that kind of guilt and any kind of toxic guilt that's just coming from that outside, Mm -hmm. whatever. I like to think of that as the feeling of after you've had a really good workout and the next day you're so sore and you feel awesome. You're like, Mm -hmm. I'm so sore. Good sore. Good sore. So most guilt that women experience should be felt. Stemming from a good place with good intentions. Well, not only that, if you're feeling it, there's a really good chance you're actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Yeah. Because guilt is really a powerful tool used to make you do what other people want you to do Mm -hmm. and so if you let yourself feel the guilt then you're probably doing what you actually need to be doing not just what other people's standards are right right it means you're not doing the people pleasing 
to right. a ridiculous exactly. level. Exactly. Yeah. To the point of automatically failing. I feel like you're, I feel like I, let me just speak for me. I'm like beginning from a deficit. Like I feel like you're going to in some way, some large or small, traumatize your kids in some way or mess up in some way. Obviously, you're, everybody's going to mess up a little bit. And so like everything that I do, like every little thing uh, that feels like that takes a point off. And I'm like, he's like, a st- you know what I mean? Like a step. That No. Right. Like, I know I, that. Yeah, I know. But I don't know what I could say. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know what I could say to say that's just not true. Yeah. That's not true. You're yeah. not traumatizing your kid. You're not. Don't you feel like no, every. No. Uh-uh. Like a little bit. <laughs> no. Like, yeah. No. A little. We're not talking no. about it anymore, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, a normal. Like, I mean, like a normal amount of trauma. No, not like really. No. No. There, no. Agree to disagree? No. Because <laughs> you're. <laughs> You're you're saying because your child lives with a human and has a human raising them that yeah. they're going to be traumatized. Yeah, There's this little. really really broad spectrum of normal health mm-hmm. that looks really bad on some days and really good mm-hmm. on other days. Yeah, but it's normal. Yeah, and a normal human and in the interaction is needs that to become a person to develop resilience to repair to. That's really important. Otherwise, you have a kid that's like grown up in this bubble that has experienced, quote unquote, no trauma, but they have no resources or skills to function in life. So you've traumatized them in a totally different way. Right. So then you feel like every human really has some like at least a minor trauma. I mean, that's like an obvious thing. I would not call trauma. Right. However. Great. What do you call that? Outside. Yeah. So like there's life and there's kind of like this is just the normal parts of like being human and how we become humans and what we have to bang against to become a person. Yeah. And then you have like things that are outside that realm that are like, oh, that's something significant. Yeah. That's, you know, the loss of a parent or abuse in their house or, you know, like they're, those are like traumas that then need a different level of care. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really important in the culture of parenting right now that we take that language out of the really, really average stuff because right. take the the all the little everyday like the word trauma is probably being thrown around a lot more casually correct. than it used to. Correct. And that what we call trauma are actually life lessons that are really, really important for all of us to be able to get strong enough to deal with those other traumas right, the bigger that happen things, yeah. when they do come along. Because they will inevitably for all of us. Such an interesting edge to adjust mm-hmm. some of my thinking. Well, maybe. Do you know we'll why see. it's so important to me? <laughs> well, I mean, I can see why it's important. Why, why it's an important thought for me, I guess. Like, like um, why do you think I care so much about you not leaving thinking that? <laughs> I don't know. Tell me. Feed it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think. Get your silver spoon out. What? Did, that's funny because Tyler said something about yogurt. Smooth yogurt. wasn't smooth enough. <laughs> I love that. Smooth the yogurt out for Sarah, will you? Yeah. <laughs> Jenny, the yogurt is not smooth enough. Yogurt is too lumpy, Jenny. I'm sorry. I don't understand. Um, Because parenting and being a mom is so hard. It's so hard that if you burden yourself with thinking you're traumatizing your child with normal behaviors, you aren't going to have the resources you need to parent. Yeah. yeah. Like it's going to deplete your resources thinking every single moment or sentence or whatever is the moment. Right that could 
harm him. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm going to drop it after this. But <laughs> but to also, also to your point, you were saying that you can miss kind of the forest for the trees if you're focusing on these micro things and not really mm-hmm. seeing like what's actually going on. And I think that I do that in terms of worrying so much about repeating cycles of behavior, familial things, and worrying so much about those things when really I'm doing a, you know, at least decent job. And then maybe having him worry about me because I'm so stressed about that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, yeah. You are an amazing mom, Sarah. Okay. Thanks. You're an amazing <laughs> right. mom. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're not doing an okay job. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're both such well, amazing thanks. moms. It's also just that Oh, you know, I don't know what you call it, but just like the more you worry about something, the bigger it gets. Well, just the more you worry about it, the more you should know. If I'm this worried about right, passing right, right. on yes. these family traits, then I'm <laughs> yeah. probably just not going to do it. Or you did. Right. By being obsessed right. with them. Yeah. I do. I do think that. I do. I do logically think that part. Right. Anyway, nice. moving on. Next. I loved her phrase. It's been a dark winter. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted to see if. Y'all feel like that that's just a Tyler thing? <laughs> you feel like it's no, been a dark it's winter. It's an everybody thing for the most part. It's been a dark winter, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, but I feel like it's... Like the sun came out today and it was like... Oh my gosh. Or just <laughs> like I went to... I'm starting to go to restaurants on the east side and like the staff isn't masked anymore. And like where that would have stressed me Don't out at one point in time. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, right. yes. Um, it's Yeah, I right, feel like I can right. just breathe. You know, and something about, and I'm really thinking more, not literally the winter, but like the last couple of years, like when things are difficult in this way that's so different, bright spots are so much clearer. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I think back, it's like, yeah, there are a lot of things that are difficult, but I'm also, and not to be like Pollyanna, I just really feel like I can see the bright spots in those moments because it's so. There's such a contrast. A, yeah. yeah. Agreed. Agreed. But I think it's also just just hearing her say that and just having that reminder. I feel like when I'm with my clients specifically, everyone thinks, gosh, I'm just not doing well right now. And I just keep telling everybody, nobody's doing well. Right. Nobody's doing well. Like, nobody is functioning at their top level. At least right. not that I've met yeah. or talked to or run into <laughs> or listened to. Or <laughs> okay. And then I don't, I don't know where this came from, but it had to do with, oh, wanting. she said something about wanting to have our own tantrums or maybe you said yeah. it, Joy. No, it was her. Uh, one day I was at the airport. We got there like three. It was one of those 3 a.m. flights. Ugh. And we are like getting there and we pull in and it is the line is backed up so far that it was just, I mean, you just couldn't even walk into the airport. That's how backed up the line was. And it was so early and we were so tired and you're just, it was just a bad feeling. And right behind us, <laughs> this little boy, like a four-year-old boy, like they came in the airport right behind us and he saw the line and he just said, no, and he like just fell on the floor. And I was like, that's exactly I that. how I feel. <laughs> like the only difference is I did not find that to be socially appropriate but it was exactly how i felt inside (laughs) and like the older i get i think i've talked about this before on the podcast but that avery and i have a like our whole thing is how's your inner toddler doing did you take care of your inner toddler (laughs) because she never goes away right she needs food she needs sleep (laughs) she can't wait in this line right now she needs to play with like it's just anyway i just love so I've never talked about the inner toddler. I don't think so. No. Oh, it's my favorite thing, you guys. With my inner toddler. Inner toddler. My inner toddler is 
very strong right now. Like maybe the younger, I don't know, maybe it depends on what age your kid is. Your tantrums are like... Matching. In, yeah, they match that no. age. No, they don't go away. <laughs> uh, I've noticed, and I hope that Eric doesn't listen to this one because he'll know this. Actually, he probably knows because he experiences it. But like right after I put Parker to bed, he does a lot of things kind of to... to I'm not to brag, but to wait on me like right around that, that time period because mm-hmm. I'm just dead and I get real pouty. I'm just like <laughs> mad yes. and just like lean into that. And I try to like step out of it. Something that's like, but anyway, yeah, I feel and just things that Parker does. I will do those things. I just need better examples. But yes, I'm very in touch with mine. I think inner toddler. Do you have like an inner eight year old also or inner seven? five? No, she's two. <laughs> forever, forever too. Nice. For real. She's too. Like it's that basic. She doesn't really have a lot of good communication skills. She's got like one word. She pretty much needs to either sleep or eat. Or be outside. Or be outside. If she doesn't get those things. She needs a bath. A lot of times she needs yeah. a bath. I thought that was a fun conversation just about how when you visit somewhere. It all having to do with your state of mind. Yeah. That, the whole yeah. Gatlinburg yeah. thing was just hysterical. <laughs> I, I had not ever thought of someone. Someone not, not knowing Gatlinburg. Here, yeah. Going to Gatlinburg because it's it it messes with you if you've grown up there. Yes. You know, yeah. you've been there every. It, it's got a vibe. It's it's an experience yeah. for sure. But I was realizing I, I have been to Vegas in different states of mind. Mm-hmm. And I've been there and been like. This is the most awful place in the whole world. I don't want to be here. And I've been there and I've had the best times of my life. Mm-hmm. Any any places you've visited that you've had both experiences of? Both experiences. Hmm. I've got one. Oh, yeah. Um, I, with an ex-boyfriend, I went to, it's ill-advised, I'm going to just go real fast, an ill-advised trip to Europe. Oh. Um, <laughs> like when it was, the relationship was puttering out, we had planned it before. So one of the places that we went was Barcelona. And I, even then, when I was by myself, I experienced the city and loved it and had a great time, like, just walking around and and seeing those things and knew I wanted to go back. And then Eric and I went back. And Spain in general, not to brag. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been to Spain twice. (laughs) I don't know if you guys caught that, but my second time in Spain just wasn't as great. Amsterdam also. <laughs> I'm sweating my whole body. Move on. Uh, you probably need to cut it. But wait, you didn't like it the second time? No, I did. I did. Oh, oh, no, 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 it helped opposite. so much. Yeah. Like the first gotcha. time, the you fir- didn't when I yeah, like that, it as much the first. Time. It's like those memories replaced the second yeah. one. But I mean, that's just one, you know. And having good memories to replace the, I mean, yeah, really dark mm-hmm. ones was great. Yeah. That's a great example. Wow. Thank you so much. I don't think I have one. Or I don't want to take the time to think of it. I'm pretty sure you have been to Gatlinburg so many times that you've had some very terrible and very good experiences. Yeah. I, I mean, I was trying to think of outside of Gatlinburg. <laughs> that was just assumed I that we've it's... all had well, I say this. I've been to Gatlinburg, Gatlinburg it's also. True. Like, it's true. Pigeon but... Forge is like a whole nother. That's even <laughs> dicier. It, I think it's, who, it's for me a lot who you're with. Like, Barcelona. <laughs> Gatlinburg. <Pigeon Forge. laughs> Shut up. Y'all have all been to the dichotomy. Joy went to to Korea. I've been nowhere, so let's not start that conversation. (laughs) Joy went to Korea. Joy went to Korea in 2010, okay? 
She travels all the time, literally. <laughs> Still sweating. <laughs> all right, what you got? Um, what's next? What's okay, next? My what next got? thing is you talked about Penny needing eye contact. <laughs> you were talking about trying to figure out. I, I can't remember what the context was. Mm-hmm. But I think it was trying you trying to figure out when you were going to work and yeah when to and be her creative without her interrupting yeah. me yeah and I thought it was important to talk about like probably nothing kids especially babies need more than eye contact right I mean all of sure, us sure, do sure. but definitely children mm. it's it is just <laughs> one of the most healing connected human behaviors that we have and I feel like we need to talk about that Penny's need for eye contact is out of control. <laughs> It's higher than the average child. Oh, thank she, God. She that helps with my right. guilt. <laughs> so I wanted to... I swear I wanted, I'm looking at her a lot. Exactly. So that's <laughs> why enough. I wanted to say <laughs> most most mm. parents don't look at their kids enough, don't make enough eye contact I think I kids. don't. <laughs> hey, we've already talked about yeah, you and yeah, your guilt, yeah. and we're done with that. Um, well. But I just feel like because you said that, I was like, no, the... The listeners need to know. <laughs> what do you mean? You, like she pulls your face? Like, meaning she, if she could from every second she was awake, oh, be looking at your attention. Eyes, yeah. That, that is what she needs and wants. And it's so much. But <laughs> she gives. She ex- really gives it back. She gives though. exactly she, what she's asking for. Yeah. So she like stares from heaven into your soul for huh. as long as you need her to. And you're like oh my God, you've just healed everything broken inside of me. And then crazy, did y'all put together that Tyler and I are the same age? No. That was a big I reveal to me. I was like, yeah. oh, there's a mom they're interviewing that's my age. I think, I bet that scares some listeners. <laughs> You're, <gasps> yeah, it scares people. That's true. You can, you can. Well, it was just so real. You can edit it out. I do that way too much, Parker, actually. <laughs> He's like, it, yes, when I get excited, somebody It's Jeremy's gets least favorite thing when we're driving. If, like, the tire kind of hits him. the curb or I see that, that traffic up ahead is, like, at a complete stop and I feel like he hasn't slowed down enough yet. <laughs> and it's it like, <gasps> and he's like, will you stop? You doing that scares me right. and it makes them driving more dangerous. <laughs> like, it's not like I'm planning it. Right, right. <laughs> I think I'm about to die. die. It's the little sound that comes out of me. So quiet. So quiet. It could be way worse. (laughs) But I love, love, love what she said about I have too much knowledge. Because I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I had both of my kids before I was 25, which means my brain was not fully Mm -hmm. developed. And that's exactly how you should have kids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's so true. You don't have the, yeah, there's no space to care about the bigger, bigger things. You're just like, you think about things like, all my friends are having fun, but not me. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only type of guilt you feel. (laughs) And I loved when you said, let's see what this human body can do, that you like connected her to that, like her connection to seeing what her body could do and wanting Mm -hmm. to be pregnant and breastfeeding and you connecting that to just what she's interested in and what she's capable of and obviously her appreciation for the human body. Yeah. Which made me think about dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So he loves listening to the podcast because he said, I had no idea, Jenny. Like, he's always wondered what's really going on with women. He's like, and I don't know. 
And now I know. And he's like, every single guy should have to listen to this podcast. Yeah. Because I have yeah. no idea what women went through. Like what your bodies go through, what your emotions are going through. He's like, I had no clue. Like I've had a wife and two daughters and now three, four granddaughters. Mm. And he's like, and I'm just not learning how much you guys have to go through. So I thought that was interesting. Better late than never, I suppose. I love that. Right? That's how men should be listening. I told him he was going to get a shout out. I said, Tyler talks about you on the podcast. So he's excited to listen to oh, it. I bet. Yeah. It's all really good he was. stuff, this was, too. This, this is, this is, is too. the dad. We should, we should re-release this on Father's Day. <laughs> 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 okay. Sarah brought up the idea of work is respite. And I was curious if, well, you were, you were <laughs> oh, telling right, I Tyler yeah. that, and you talked a little bit about work, and you're kind of trying to figure out how to work mm-hmm. in your mom life and world. And I was just curious about y'all's, do y'all experience work as respite? And what kind of work, if you do, what kind of work feels like respite to you? Sometimes I do. Some things about, because what I do is graphic design, and I don't even know if I've ever said that probably, but when things click into place, there are certain things about the work that I do that that are peaceful and like calming and soothe a part of my brain that I enjoy. And that feels really good. And also, I mean, I feel like when I am just doing stay at home stuff, even when work is hard, I feel like that's harder, even though I really enjoy being with him. So work does feel sometimes like a break, which feels confusing to me because I enjoy it. But you know, whatever. I feel guilty. I feel guilty Mm -hmm. about saying that, but it does. And then like true creative work. Like if I'm just really getting to be freely creative, mm-hmm. which is also my job, but also like whenever I'm not doing it for money. Right, right. That. You feel guilty for enjoying time away from your child? No, no, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> She's really on you today. I like it. I <laughs> love the reason, therapy. The reason I'm being on you, Sarah, <laughs> is because so many people deal with it. No, That's I know. That's why it's not a you Oh, thing. I don't feel, it's I'm just kidding. I'm just being, I'm just being funny. <laughs> Um, no, but I like I do like that. I don't mind it at all. I really like um, my therapist to be tough so on me. So you know, you know, you're allowed to be happy yes, yeah. when you're not with him, right? Yeah, I think I mean like that specific phrase. Like I feel when I just am staying at home and then work, feeling like a break. Something about that feels guilty. Maybe it's that I feel like I'm saying something negative about staying at home. But mm-hmm. what I'm, I think that's really gotcha, what it is. Gotcha. Thank you for working that out. Yeah, but. Yeah. But really what I'm saying is that is a more difficult job, not in yes. like a yes. derogatory way about yes. it. I think it's more difficult and emotionally taxing. Yep. For sure. What about you? I would say for an audition, there's a little more pressure. I mean, I enjoy it, but there's like a deadline and I want to do a good job and I'm trying to learn lines as quickly as possible, but also make them sound real. And with, I'd say class is more of the trying to enjoy the process. Mm-hmm of all the things i feel like it sounds boring to list the things like reading the script and then just focusing on going through the script picking out all the things that are what does my character think about themselves what other people's what what i know from the script about what other people are thinking about this character how they relate to each different person they interact with like i feel like it used to get kind of overwhelming and sometimes i can still get overwhelmed feeling like i have a lot of work to do before class on monday but I just try to break it down into like what's step one and then just do it one step at a time. And then hopefully by the time class comes around, there's it looks like I've done Something. work. <laughs> when um, I know you haven't done one in a while, but when you did theater stuff and, and you had Ava, then have you done that with with Penny, too? I forget. Mm-mm. Did that feel like did it feed you in that way? It's kind of like a break would. Oh, yeah. Well, with theater, 
most of the work you're doing is on location with everybody in right. rehearsals. Right. Other than learning lines, but TV film is a lot more isolated, which one of my favorite things about theater is feeling like you have a little family for a certain mm-hmm. number of months. And so when I think about my ideal acting scenario, I feel like I would want to do like some like more of like a TV show where you yeah. do have the same the cast of characters yeah. that you're that you're filming with every day because movies can be super isolating and you're just like in a trailer by yourself for six hours until they're like, okay, we're ready for you to cry now. So I don't have any <laughs> fantasies about like being on right some awesome movie. I mean, of course, yes, I still fantasize about it, but I know logistically what the day would right. most likely look like. Yeah. But yeah, no, with Ava getting to, you know, go to rehearsal and like learn some cheesy choreography, it was like, oh, I could do this for hours. <laughs> so much fun. Nice. Do you feel like you, Jenny, is work? I mean, I know what you do. It maybe sound like a silly question, but as a fan of the psychological arts, Therapy. I wonder if I um, think I think the thing that's different about raising kids and it's not even my relationship with my kids now is pretty adult to adult but it can still be really demanding it can it still has different hey i've lost this credit card or do we Mm -hmm. have frozen strawberries or do you like there's like there's still a lot of logistical things if we're sharing the same space but when i was raising them even through high school it's just so multitasking all the time your brain has to be in a hundred different places and so like whatever whatever you're doing it's like okay i'm trying to pay the bills Mm -hmm. but I'm also going to be doing this 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 and so it's changed whatever it changes from from when they were babies to elementary school kids or whatever you're still just spread in a lot of different directions and so I feel like for myself the work is respite is just getting to go do one thing Mm -hmm. and not be responsible for somebody else while trying to do whatever yeah, the one to thing focus yep. on is the one do. thing. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, we should have loved that. Whatever that's what it is. is. Yeah. That should have been my answer. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. But that's, uh, yeah, totally. So this isn't work, but it's the same idea. I was at an airport with my friend who has never had kids. A lot of airport stories today. Yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, we were going through checking our bags, and I just said very loudly, traveling without children is the best thing ever amazing every single person who was like working there or in line with me was just like yes there's nothing better and christy was like that's so sad i'm never going to get to experience what y'all are experiencing right i'm not going to appreciate traveling because somebody else was like but you know you have to travel with children to know how great it is to not travel exactly Okay, when did y'all shoot or whatever record this episode? Last week. Yeah. So have either of you had chocolate with your coffee in the morning? No, but I don't drink coffee. With your tea? Nah, my chai is good the way it is. I don't mess with it. Uh, Well, I bought some, the exact brands that she had, but I ate it all the night before. You know what? I got Couldn't some yesterday for Valentine's. So You're good. You restocked. You yeah. restocked. Mm-hmm. I will say, so Tyler has already gone to New York to watch her short film at Lincoln Center. Oh, cool. And she got back maybe last night or this morning, and she brought me her favorite New York bagels. Oh, so that's what I had oh, with my chai oh, this morning. What flavor? Blueberry. <gasps> so Ooh. great. Mm-hmm. Oh, Very that's nice. so sweet. I thought that was so beautiful, the whole, like, yes. teaching your child patience and being like, I'm I'm finishing my coffee and drinking your coffee while it's hot. And I wanted to kind of put in a little plug for how important it is to do that with your child, specifically for things that aren't on a screen. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, mm. choose things. Like, mommy's writing in her journal, or mm-hmm. I'm reading my book when I finish this page. Right. Because so much of our lives is going to be on our, I've got to finish this text. So mm-hmm. I've got to get the maps to here. You know, like, even if you're being very practical, you're right. still on, on your there phone a lot. A lot. Yeah. So, what we're saying to our kids over and over and over again is my phone. Wait, is more and, wait until I get off my phone. Which they're not connect. They don't know the work we're doing in it. Like they don't know that. So we're going to hear a lot from them. I'm on my game right now. I'm watching I'm my movie right. Mm-hmm. I'm on my phone right now. But if you can start practicing that with things, I'm finishing this puzzle right now, or I am whatever. cooking this yes. meal for you, and and not interrupting me. They'll also flip that. Like right. Oh, mom, I'm can I I'm finishing my building my blocks now, and then you can be like, yes, I want to respect that, as opposed to it just being like, yeah, I'm waiting till your game's over because right, those games never end. No, they don't. Mm-mm. So anyway, I thought that was really really special. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> when she said she melted it in her coffee. The both of you and me oh. when I was listening all went. Oh, <laughs> oh you put it in. Oh. It was such, I heard that today. It was such a great moment. It was. And I was sharing it with you. And then, and then I really, we were talking about self-care, like ways you do self-care. And I was listening to all this and taking notes at a coffee shop. And I, I don't know how many minutes was left in the podcast. And I was like, I am going to finish listening to this podcast and reward myself with peeing. <laughs> Like, I had to pee, and I was like, no, 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 no I'm no. going to wait for it. I'm going to finish this first. And I was like, okay, that's not self-care. <laughs> you pee when you have nope. to pee. You should Peeing pee when you is have not to a pee. reward. <laughs> no, Eating no. is not a reward. Going to sleep is not a reward. <gasps> mm-hmm. So I kind of mm-hmm. wanted to, like, elevate. There's, like, basic self-care. Mm-hmm. Right. There's, like, chocolate self-care. Right. This is, like, a big, big deal with everybody that I work with. Peeing is not self-care. That is right. a basic it's a necessity. need. Yeah. You need to sleep. You need to eat. You need water. You need water. You like, need exercise. You, yes. You need to be outside. Uh-huh. Those things are not treats that right. you give yourself <laughs> at the end of a hard day. In fact, if you would like to actually have a good day, you should give yourself all those things mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. And then I loved the phrase she said about that kids are exciting to watch and exhausting to keep up with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's so real. And then I also loved, we're still going to be late, but at least I'm not angry. Yeah, I'm not as angry. (laughs) (laughs) What's more important? And then that was just so hilarious about, like, what if I don't want to think about all the traumas in the world today, and I just want to eat out of dog bowls on our floor? (laughs) That was brilliant. Be a dog. And then no one except my kids and our brother Jerry and you could laugh harder at (laughs) her talking about dad. Tchaikovsky, to make a show with making her. a show, yeah. <laughs> and I was wondering, if you meet my dad, he's going to want to make your kidding. show. We really did talk about that. <laughs> we know that. All, so all the people dads ever talk to that listen to this are like, I thought I was the only one. No, he tells it to everybody. <laughs> but Joy's the star. No, I don't know if anybody oh, no, said I'm that. I'm the star of whatever well, show. That's what I mean. Whoever yeah. show, yeah. So you were the star of our show too. <laughs> I decided. I think that mom would actually pay Tyler. To come talk to dad <laughs> yes. when he wants to talk about his next creative idea. Yes, yeah. Or even if she could just text with mm-hmm, him mm-hmm, or whatever. I think mom would appre- appreciate that a lot. Yeah, yeah. And then I had to laugh really hard when you were like, when, well, first of all, when you said, <laughs> when she said your sister said something on the first podcast, I was like, I like leaned in so close. I was like, oh, that's back. 
back when I had my shit together. <laughs> what did I say? Yeah. Say it to me, Jenny. I want to hear it. <laughs> oh, I was so smart my, then. My life is so it's completely just gone to shambles. Fallen apart from the first episode we recorded <laughs> to the second episode we recorded. And so that was like, I was like, what, 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 what? Tell me something. And then I laughed when you were like, she would love meeting you because I thought you were about to say, because you're an amazing person. And you were like, because she loves meeting everybody. <laughs> Just like our dad. And then I love when she said, when she said, dad caught her off guard. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing truer has been said about dad. (laughs) (laughs) He likes to do that. That was so great. And then I I loved that you talked about Gilmore Girls. Uh I've also never watched it, but... I know it. Sarah made you, know? you want to watch it. Her mm. one oh, minute. This is I didn't. Hanging, I listened back hanging. today and I was like, I did not do that show justice at all. No, it actually did make me want to watch it. I do love like mine and Avery's dynamic is becoming very Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. And right. That's that what I should have said. Been, it's mother dynamic. Yes. Sorry. But, <laughs> but I was like, no one's going to say it. No one's going to say it. And you so casually were just like, does the energy with which they speak sometimes <laughs> cause you stress? And I was like, uh, this is like probably the most controversial thing I'll ever say on the podcast. Lorelai annoys me so much. Oh yeah, much. she's annoying. I yeah. like so much that I'm like, I if she was my friend, I'd be like, I can't hang out with her. And yeah, I want to yeah. watch the show so badly, right. but her. Yeah, she's really annoying. The intensity is like, I can't be around her that long. Yeah, but so I want much to coffee. Know all the stories. Like I want yeah. to know, and I mean, think I love love that actress, and I love. Yeah. Oh no, she didn't. I mean, I think obviously when somebody does a really good job, right, their right, right. character that they're being typecast yeah. as, then <laughs> I like her and everything job. else that she's in. That well, character's just a little too yeah. I was high strung. I was still like hesitant towards her when I started Parenthood, but I love the show oh. so much that I was like, okay, I'm just going to deal with it. Because she still had a little bit of the same vibe. I can, yeah, I can handle high, high energy, I but I got more used to it because of parenthood. Yeah. yeah. There's one more thing. Is <gasps> there a is there a show that you is a comfort theme song for you that's not Gilmore Girls? Ooh, got a lot of them. Well, you start because I have to think of one. It's so random, but uh, there's a show called Flipping Out that was on Bravo, and it's a guy named Jeff Lewis, and it was a time when like my parents were getting divorced and this guy has OCD and his he's so crazy but in a great way like I love him I still like subscribe to his show on Sirius XM but and he's also super together and like has all of his shit together so watching a show about him operate on a really high level with like a lot of dysfunction in his life really was soothing to me and so the theme like a, song is mm-hmm. of that dysfunction is soothing to you uh-huh that seems well just because like <laughs> and these are shows that i watch whenever i feel certain right yeah. ways and that are i can like fall asleep to it yeah. bob's burgers is another one yeah wait are it's we talking about expected. shows or the theme song the theme the song oh yeah, okay. when i hear yeah. these theme songs gotcha yeah. gotcha these are the ones I, did you want us to sing them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can i <laughs> I'm not I, the only one I that I can think of that really makes me feel something is uh, Sex in the City. Oh, also that. totally. Yep. Like anytime totally. I hear the HBO mm-hmm. white noise, <laughs> yes. immediately my brain is dun, 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 mm-hmm. dun. Not oh. any other HBO show will ever. Yes. Like that wins yes. for the white noise. I'm so beginning. glad you said that. That's definitely one for me. Frasier's another one of mine. Yep. Mm, yeah. How, How I Met Your Mother is one. No. No. You're and, out. Oh. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> it, so... Brandon used to watch he watched that like he told me about it and it was like during a time when 
he wasn't really connected to me at all. And so I watched the show because he was talking with about him. the character. No, yeah. not even oh, with him. Oh. Like just so mm-hmm. I could talk about the characters mm-hmm. with him. So it's like reminds me of good times. Yeah. And then Ooh, I just don't think I think Ted Lasso forever mm-hmm. will now be yeah. yes. comfort theme music. Um, Downton. So good. <laughs> I would not recognize the Ted Lasso theme song no, from that. But honestly, I don't dislike what you just said. I don't did. either. I love it. Like, maybe that could be the sound effect. It's the new Good. show. <laughs> Dad, Dad's dream show. Down, I'm down, just giving you guys a little taste. It's like a, like a, now you know what my dad's obsessed now with you my know sister being in a why show. He cannot let it go. What was that? <laughs> What was that? Um, the show. <laughs> okay. <all right. laughs> uh, wait. No, it's not worth it. I'm trying to think of who that sounded like. Um, and there's a guy that, like uh, Emil Hirsch starred in this movie. I think he won an Oscar for it where he, the guy went... <laughs> Lived you in only a bus. Had 60 seconds, go. <laughs> this guy lived in a bus and he died in the bus. Do you remember this? Anybody? Like, we're into wild, the wild, maybe? Wild something, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and do you remember Eddie Vedder? Yes, he, he sounded like a little bit. My my, 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 my um, stepbrother will now thank you, say, thank you. did not sound like Eddie Vedder. <laughs> he loves Eddie Vedder. I know his sound. And that wasn't it was it. not it. <laughs> Downton Abbey, also okay. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Friday Night one. Lights. I was going to say Friday Night Lights, but then I couldn't actually hear, hear it. it. And I thought that felt unfair. If I can't hear it in my head, then I feel like What's it's not it really? allowed to be an answer. It used to. One used to be. I'm going to say this. If you need to cut, you can cut right here. The Cosby Show. Are we allowed to end with the Cosby show? (laughs) Nobody's saying it anymore. (laughs) Well, thanks, Jenny, for (laughs) coming in. Well, she said it. <laughs> Thanks, Jenny. Uh, okay, so I'm thing, going yeah. to end with oh yeah something. Give, so, give out some positive. <laughs> what I want to say is the only thing that you should feel guilty about <laughs> is not taking care of your inner toddler. If you take care of your inner toddler, which you should feel guilty for not taking care of her, okay, you will have a much better chance at actually being a decent human being and maybe an okay mom (laughs) and then don't worry about the guilt on the other side of that just take care of your inner toddler that will help you take care of maybe your real toddler or Mm -hmm. your real Mm nine-year-old or Mm -hmm. your real 20-year-old great there you go done again yeah i'll just do that just do it just do it gee it's easy (laughs) (laughs) well i love you i love you i love you i love you and we, we love, love all of you. <laughs> <laughs> right now, now go enjoy your hot coffee with an episode chocolate. of The Cosby Show. <laughs> <laughs> and don't you feel guilty and about don't it. Don't you dare feel guilty about it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>